Blog Talk Radio. So it'll be interesting to see who these six guys will be. 
and we've actually been promised that we're not going to have to wait too long to find out who the infamous ones three will be. As a matter of fact, we're going to find out this Saturday night, live in the Valiant Arena, we're going to find out exactly who is the infamous ones, who the infamous ones three competitors will be. And, I mean, you look at the talent in this area, you gotta, you got to question what's going on here. And speaking of, Commissioner, and speaking of this event, we're going to go ahead and bring him in. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, with all due respect, the co-commissioner of the ASWF, Bad Brad. What's going on, Mr. Michael? Hey, living the dream, trying to get, trying to wrap my head around this this matchup that you and Double J have created for control of the well, yes. Well, I don't know if you would say that uh, me and Double J created anything. First of all, Fat Boy couldn't even create a healthy lifestyle for himself. Just look at him. Number two. The point of the matter is is that uh, I'm going to call in to correct you, Carnahan. Number one, I don't go out and scout talent. This is where I have the upper hand on Gerald Jones and uh, Joey Britt, who's too busy at, uh, what, SmackDown to uh, probably consider, uh, concern himself with the fact that he's only a month and two weeks away from losing any control in the ASWF. But here's the deal. See, Talon has called me, and they've said, hey, you know, we, we get your point. We get we understand what you've come into this uh, ASWF and what you've done. You've given those who have been oppressed by a crap regime in Rockin' Ricky and Joey Britt the opportunity to show what they're worth. And I've got three guys right now. I've got three guys right now, diamonds in the rough that I will bring out on July 28th. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a sad day, a sad day for fans if they think, if they have one inkling in their pea-brained, pea-sized brains, whatever you want to say, that Gerald Jones and Joey Britt are going to lead some revolution to take back the mighty ASWF. (laughs) You're sadly mistaken. Are are you informing us that the deal is done and you have your three guys? You know who your three guys you're going to lead into combat on the 28th will be? I'm going to tell you right now what I do have and what I'm going to guarantee you is that on July 28th at Fight for Freedom at the Valiant Arena, there will be three competitors because it's a six-man tag, as Gerald likes to say. You know, one, two, I'm glad he can count the six. I'm so proud of him. But there's going to be three guys that I have ready to go. Am I going to tell you who they are? Absolutely not. Because, see, everything that I do, just like everything that superstars in the ASWF that are Hall of Famers and icons like Ray and everybody else, we all calculate. We're calculated. See, you, you know, everybody's opponent, we know what they're going to do before they even do it. That's why we're great. That's why we don't have to go, oh, God, what do I do? Oh, man, i got to get the child to, to chant some stupid name or 
some stupid body part. No, I don't have to do that. I come out. I say what I have to say. And I go ahead and go to the back. See, I could easily, this is, this is why I don't think you understand, Michael, and I don't think the fans understand what's really happening. You got to think to yourself one thing. Why? Why would, would I give up an easy slam dunk thing? Why would I give up the lawsuit? I've got them dead to rights. I mean, why would I do that? Why would someone That's do that? Why would I risk? Why would I risk in a six-man tag the opportunity that I've had before me with just an easy one, two, three? I've got attorneys, dude, that make more money than Tuckerman's worth. Okay? But why would I do that? Think to yourself. Get fat ass to explain to his people that he's reassured for two weeks why I would do that. See, that's where people don't understand. That's where the, the cunning, the calculated moves take place. And you have to answer yourself, you answer that question in your mind. Why? And I can explain it real easy because I'm going to win and it's going to be fun to take and dash and choke and strangle the hopes and the dreams of every single body in that arena. Because you know why? Because guys like me, I don't care. I am the worst human being on the face of the planet and I'm okay with it. I can sleep at night knowing that I have screwed over thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And when a man can look himself in the mirror and he's happy and okay with what I've done, so that's a pretty dangerous individual. I mean, Brad, you gotta—I gotta give it to you. You are a very dangerous individual. It's very, you know, scary that, you know, you, in a little over, just like you said, a month and two weeks, you could very well be the sole commissioner of the ASWF. You could very well have full power in the ASWF. And, I mean, with all due respect, I shudder to think it, it scares me what it would look like for you to have 100% full control over the ASWF. Well, here's what's not going to happen. We're not going to have some stupid wrestling thing. I'm going to change the name of the building. No, nobody's changing the name of the building. We're not going to do what you've seen before. Like I said, if you think that this has anything to do with some scripted out deal, you're wrong. This is Three and a half years of hard work and appreciation. See, excuse me, I'll I'll let you in on something. I haven't quite fully explained as uh, to why I did this. I set this plan in motion, obviously, with you. You had no idea. But I set this plan in motion back in August of 2014. And... Double J came walking out back then. Y'all all know him as Gerald. Um, came walking out, and he stared me down, and I thought, man. So then he calls me on the phone, and he's like, hey, man, uh, can I get on that radio show, man? Uh, can, I, can I get on that radio show? And I'm like, you know what? There's my ticket. So I use it, I get in, I get in. But here's the deal. 
throughout time, I've made all the moves. I've done all this. I've done all that. I've done this, 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 and this. And it always comes back to the infamous one. Always. It has never stopped. So, therefore, I guess kind of like the Saul, whatever, it's now time to teach Gerald a lesson in humility. And he needs to appreciate the fact that he's never been anything more than a puppet, a stooge, and a last-minute call, whether it be in his personal life, whether it be in his wrestling career, whether it be in his jobs. It doesn't matter. He will find out, along with everybody else in that locker room and in that company and in that building, you say could or on the verge. No. For the first time in your life, Michael Carnahan, you need to speak the truth. You need to live in the real world. This is going to happen. I guarantee that on July 28th, when the lights go dark and the crowd leaves the building, I will have 100% control of the ASWF. I mean, I tell you, no shortage of confidence from you Bad Brad, but I mean, you got to give your compadre on the other side a little bit of credit as well. No shortage of confidence from the infamous one. He has been doing this a very long time, and he's managed a lot of champions. He's gotten guys. He's almost like the golden, the Midas touch, so to speak, for guys' careers. That's got to make you a little worried. I'm going to tell you right now, and, and 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 no credit to Gerald Jones, but I'm pretty sure that through the influences of uh, of Gerald, Joey, Ricky, they're probably going to assemble three worthy competitors. Absolutely, you know what? Honestly, to be to be fair, it doesn't even really fall in the the lap of the Midas touch or whatever you want to call Gerald Jones. He's an idiot that doesn't, that, that probably fell into the lap of, of, of convenience and, and, you know, just the right circumstances. But you look along that locker room at any of the competitors within the ASWF and you see three worthy competitors that can go to battle at any point at any time. So, I'm not worried or going to give Gerald credit for assembling uh, and being the mastermind because all he's got to do is pick three guys. The ASWF is so loaded with talent, so loaded with talent. And when I take over, starting July 29th, we're going to revamp the system and we're going to give the guys that have been oppressed, we're going to give them their time to shine. And that's why I'm telling you right now, I can't wait. I cannot wait till Saturday for two reasons. Number one, I've gone back and I've watched uh, Erica Black, the Black Spectrum Photography. Uh, you can check that out on YouTube. I've watched the, the show. The two shows that I've missed that I've been a chicken to attend. First of all, I'm not a chicken, dude. I will show up at any place at any time without any problem. The second part of all of this, though, is that I see where old fat boy wants to talk about whooping my ass the next time he sees me. <laughs> really? 
You know, I wasn't going to be there this Saturday. I was going to take some time off, uh, some more time off, and I was going to handle some more business. But you know what? I think just I think I'll be there Saturday when I come out because I will come out. I don't care if they say, "Well, where you're not." I don't care. I don't. I schedule my own time, and I will schedule my own segment or whatever you want to call it, and I will come out there and say what I want to. And I'm going to look you, Gerald Jones, in the eye, because I know you're listening. I'm going to look you in the eye, and I am going to dare you, dare you to back up what you said two weeks ago and the show before that. Because I'm telling you right now, you say all this stuff in my absence, and that's all grand, and that gets you gets you good with the crowd, and you get that big reaction, and they love you to death. But I guarantee you, when I'm standing in front of your face, in the flesh, you are not going to do a damn thing. Well, Brad, I, I got to ask, you hinted at something earlier. What would July 29th look like? You mentioned you're going to help guys who have been oppressed or held down, as you call it. What does Bad Brad having full control over the ASWF look like? Well, let me tell you something right now. I mean, you can, you've already seen what, what a little bit of my authoritative figure has brought to the table. I've given you a great matches at the anniversary show. Okay. I ensured through my powers, albeit fairly, that a man who was humiliated and uh, I know I'm going to go down the wrong lane here. But a man who was forced into a women's title match had to become the women's champion, a guy like Mark Wolf. I made sure that he was given the proper title that he deserves. So the landscape's already changed. Now it's just a matter of expanding the territories, expanding the green, the grass, the fields, and making it encompass the entire company. Everybody needs a shot, not just the cataclysms of the world or the uh, Lee Michaels of the world or the Seth Sabres or any of that junk. Everybody needs an opportunity, not just who you feel likes your buddy like it's been in the past. I, I mean, I can certainly see your point there, Bad Brad, but... I mean, you talk about these superstars being oppressed, but I believe, and once again, with all due respect, I I believe that Joey has been a fair commissioner and co-commissioner now acting in giving guys fair shots. He makes guys earn their title opportunities. You know, Cataclysm, for example, earned his ASWF championship night in and night out defending it. He was probably the fightingest champion we've ever had in the ASWF. Um, and I will never take anything away from Cataclysm. You know, I kind of, I see a lot of, 
interesting things with Cataclysm. I really do. And I like his style. But you know what? It's all about favoritism to me. And when it came down to it, you know, they say I screwed over Lee Michaels with with Mark Wolf. I don't see where I screwed anybody over. All I did was merely execute my opportunity to become a referee, which is well within the commissionership. And, you know, I, I disagree with you, the fact that Joey Britt's giving people the opportunity. I mean, we're seeing the same old thing out of Joey Britt match after match after match after match after match. I beg of you to give me a match that I didn't have a hand in that was worth anything. Let's go back to the uh, Ray Ivy, Shane. I mean, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm, you have got me so frustrated right now in this in this whole deal. I'm done. I cannot hey. believe that you sit there and do that to me. It's just like we're sitting here listening to Alka-Seltzer in the, in the cup. It's just bubbling inside your belly, inside your head. It's just sitting inside here watching it fizz and watching the soothing cup of Brad William Hicks. Just sit here bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. Eventually, after all the garbage in the trash that comes out of your freaking damn mouth, it finally just dissipates. But you know what? It's the poison that you drink. Ain't that right, William? It's it the poison that you put in your mouth and you, and you swish it around to settle an upset stomach? Because that's what we're getting from you right now is nothing but an upset uh, person or a commissioner, whatever you want to call yourself. You know what? Like people's always told you in the past, William, you have to live a big dream. That's what you're living is big dreams. And you want to go get personal about me bringing you in? It was a big mistake to even bring you over the world. It was a big mistake to even, even, even bring up your name tonight. And you know what the thing is? If it wasn't for me in the last 11 damn years, you know, of doing what I've been doing, it's something you have never and ever will ever accomplish in my, my, my years of ever doing paying dues or doing anything, all you want to do is run down fans because that's what kind of person you are. The person you are, you like to be the bully. You want to be the guy that, hey, I want to do a shoot. You want to do a shoot, William Hicks? A shoot is, is you know, I, I can't – I found that this past week. If I can't put my hands on you, yeah, I ran my little fat-ass mouth too much, you want to say. But the thing is, I do have the balls – and, and, oh, did I didn't mean to say that because on the show that you did take off the air for two weeks, what a big guy you are. You want to get on the radio and talk your shit, and you want to come on here and run people down because that's what you're good at because you have nothing else but tape and feathers of VHSs that you've been watching and trying to accumulate everything you've been doing. I give credit where credit's due. You know what? There's no credit to give you. You know why? Because you're doing backtracks of what Joey Britt's been doing a long time than you ever thought about doing in a commissionship. And another thing, you want to dress, you got three guys and you're going to bring this and that. You know what? If it wasn't for me having you ride my coattails and you where you're at today, you wouldn't exist in professional wrestling. Am I right or wrong, sir? Because I can answer that. You would be a nothing but Alka-Seltzer's throwing in a glass, dissipating, and nobody wants to take a drink from an asshole that come in, or excuse me, they call you butthole in Tuckerman. And the thing is, 
this Saturday night, I will release three guys. I will not come to Tuckerman and put my hands on you. But the thing is, I will get the top three. Is, are they part of the ASWF? That's something that's none of your business. No, you can look around your locker room all you want to, and you can make fun of the talent. But you know what? There's a lot of guys that put a lot of in work that you ever thought about doing. It's called, worst of all, is giving respect to the, to the business. That's something you lack. Two, sweat and blood and tears. What have you ever done for wrestling, William? Not a goddamn thing. And that's what it gets personal between me and you. I am the infamous one. I'm Gerald Jones, whatever you want to call me. I'm, I'm coming to Tuckerman to do what I said. I'm going to defend my company that I've been with, that I've been working for. You were the one that's been screwing people over. You feel like you can lay in bed at night? There's sometimes we hope you don't wake up at night. There's sometimes that we've been, through the grace of God, the past three or four weeks that you've been gone from ASWF, there's been a hell of, a, of, of attendance, and there's been a hell of a show that's been going on. What hands up you have in matches? Can you dig your hands out of your ass long enough to even count on your hands or toes? Because you can't. Because Ricky Rowland and Joey Britt has been putting on nothing but pure-ass athlete shows and bringing in. I've been managing talent longer than you ever thought about breathing. And you know what? Why don't you go back doing what you do best and stay out of wrestling and get your three guys this 28. Let me go down there, bring the talent this Saturday, and then who's going to be scared tuck running? Because after it's said and done in the fireworks go off July 28, Brad, you can make all your promises, but when the smoke is cleared, we're going to kick your ass out of the building, and we're going to kick your damn three guys. Because I'll tell you what, Joey Britt's going to do what you said that you're going to do. The three guys that you got are going to be tossed at the door with you. So then – you can talk your shit on, uh, on, on, the, on the thing, and you can go up to the show. You know what? You said on here that you don't have to show up. You know what? The thing is, we glad you don't show up. And you said you schedule your time here and there. Oh, wow, woo-wee. We can all say that, too. But the fact is that you never do anything for the wrestling business. You only well, did one, two places or three places because of me, and you only done a little things here and there because of the infamous one. Anytime I'm on the card, top-notch talent was coming, Brad Hicks wanted to be a part of it. I wouldn't blame him. You know why? Because he's always been a coattail riding and a sucker for all, all I know needs. I got to take a little break here to breather and let y'all talk because I got some business to take care of. Well, I mean, let that sink in for a moment. I know it's a lot to process, but definitely no shortage of confidence from the infamous one. I mean, he said, he said, hey, I got all the respect in the world from you. I'm not going to put my hands on you. But he is more than confident, Brad, that his three guys will beat the best three guys you can come up with. I got a question. Is there a referee in the studio where you're at? No. Because I'm going to need somebody to, to count because Gerald just did a really good job beating the hell out of the English language and structure of that whole conversation. I am so – you're talking about let that sink in. I need to process what he said and put it all together for it to make sense. And, see, that's what I'm talking about. There's no calculation with him. It's it's, it's the Donald Trump effect. Off with his head, oh, build a wall, make America great again. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. First of all, you know, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about how long he's been in this business. 
11 years. Okay, you've been in there 11 years. You've been in 11 years. Good for you. Again, I've had more accomplishments in a short three-and-a-half-year career than you've seen in 11. So we'll continue to move on past that. It's not the 28th of this month. It's July 28th, stupid. So let's get that down right. You talk about what you and Joey what – what has Joey and Ricky done in the, the two shows that I haven't been there? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Okay, maybe you put on a match. Snoozer. But the thing about it is is that I'm not scared, and I've never rode anybody's coattails to get to where I need to be, and I've knocked people in the gutter to get to where I need to be, but it ain't never been about coattails. Because here's the thing, if I'm depending on Gerald to do to get on some coattails, then I'd go up the road a little while to a town called Jonesboro, and I'd get booked there only to have it changed because of another tag team. So don't tell me I've ever used you, homeboy, to ride some coattails because everything you've ever planned has failed. Because they don't want you there. Nobody wants you there, dude. You're the most hated son of a bitch in the locker room in any show you go to. Get over yourself. Until I helped coach you for three and a half years, dude, you were blackballed for the most part. So get over yourself and go do whatever you got to do. Go make some change or go sell some juice or whatever it is you do, Gerald. And leave it to the big boys to make the moves and shake out the deals, okay? That's all I'm saying. Well, let's get me, get me a handkerchief and let's just pat our eyes. Everybody give it up for William Hicks for the confidence and the strategies and the fake, fake news, we like to call it nowadays, that he's providing on here on ASWF Aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, the the more I sit here and hold this martini or this Alka Seltzer cup, I just I just want to watch it and and see it. The sizzling and bubbling reminds me of your sickness and wealth that you spew on this wrestling of ASWF and confidence and cockiness. I've got more in that in my jock strap that you ever thought about carrying, son. And the thing is, I'm so confident. And I'm so knowing what I'm capable of doing. I'm not going to mention any names because, I mean, I've seen you been laying in the ring many a times. I've seen you not very successful. And I'm just going to – I mean, you could say whatever. The numbers are there, the history of many types of ASWF. There's been many, many people tried to stop what I – the movement of the infamous one, or you want to call me Gerald. They have all – failed failure and that's what you're looking at again william is failure so when you when you talk or you get anywhere near talking to me or the company of aswf or any promotion in the state of arkansas when you mention my name my name is well known not because what you spell out sir it's been well known of yeah he had the baddest tag team he's had the biggest guys He's had the he's managed many champions. I wouldn't mess with that sob. But the thing is, you want to keep playing with the hornet's nest. You know what? I know one thing about you. I know a lot of things about you. I know what your inside and outs are more than you know yourself. The thing is, I know you're allergic 
your allergic reaction is messing with hornets or anything like that or bees. I'm worse than that. Because when we come and I bring them this Saturday, and when they show up, you're going to regret anything that you say and everything that you do. Because everybody's going to be laughing, and I will have the last laugh like I did before. At the very end of this, and the dust clears, I will make sure that I still carry the company with Rockin' Ricky Rowland and the ASWF fans with Joey Britt. And when at, the, when at the end of the time, we're going to be looking down at you, and we're going to be shuffling the dirt all over your face. Just, just bear with me. Feel this. Feel the soul, Brad, William, going all over your face as we bury you and your three guys alive. And that's the thing. At, when all this is said and done, you can talk your talk. But can you ever, Brad, could you ever walk the walk, as I have, with you and against you all the time? <laughs> uh, are you done? Hey, are you done? I mean, I, I don't I don't even know where to go with that. You know, the whole... I mean, maybe you're into necrophilia, bro, but I'm I'm not into that. So I hate to disappoint on that aspect, but uh, you know, it's all good, Gerald. Dude, I could care less what you have to say anymore. And uh, I've always been a firm believer in uh, let's let the dogs out and, and see where they wander. But I'm going to tell you right now, I hope you're ready, because when you run with the big dogs, you either run with us or you stay on the porch and. Like Cracker Barrel says, bro, there's some rocking chairs for you. So why don't you go in there and sit down and let the let the real professionals do what we do. And uh, Whenever I'm going to go ahead and flag all of this. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do, Gerald. I'm going to flag all of this, and I'm going to record it. And as I'm driving home on july 28th i'm gonna listen to it again and again and again and again and again and again and when we come back i'm gonna make my mind up on what to do with you because when i have 100 percent commissionership you're probably gonna come running to me and you're gonna apologize for what you said (laughs) and that you went overboard and you overreacted and you shouldn't have done this and you shouldn't have done that and you're gonna be sorry and that's probably my reaction is I'm going to laugh. Oh, man. I feel like we're at a comedian show. It was starring William Hicks. We're here listening live on ASWF Aftermath. You could drive into a wall. We don't care if you drive into the river. We don't care what you do. But the thing is, you still do not scare anybody what you say. So drive it up your, you know what? Because we gotta watch your language, or you could, you could smoke it like you've been doing, or you could, you could do whatever you need to do. You could flag your stuff, and you could re-listen. Because probably what you need to do this week is what you need to do is go back in history of ASWF and watch all the tapes, watch all the like, maybe watch the match where. Well, let's just say it. Let's get it out there. Shoot, shoot. Where Norman McIncloff came out there and absolutely dismounted your ass in front of your family and embarrassment of everything you've ever tried to accomplish because of the two guys, shoot, shoot, that couldn't ever make it because a stupid-ass you couldn't manage your way to the, to the front door. I mean, you can't do anything 
but try to copy what Joey's accomplishment. You try to watch what everybody's doing and then look at the real pros of, uh, of wrestling and try to put everything together. I'm going to do a little shoot with you. How about what uh, what do you say in that little, little little promo you done? What a web that we weave will be set out to deceive. That's what you say, Brad? Is that something similar you would say? Oh, poor baby, I got it all folks We got it wrong, maybe. I don't care. You know, I laugh in your face, and I'll laugh at you again. I'll laugh over the phone, and I'll laugh at you this Saturday night. You cannot do anything to do save a, a soul, or you cannot save yourself. And you've got to figure, when you sit down this week and watch anything of ASWF with me involved, it's always been accomplishment, and it's been a gratitude to give you grace the TV that you watch. Because the thing is, Brad, you've got to thank yourself. You've got to thank this. You've got to thank this. You've got to be confident because you know what? You try to be a man. Just try to be a, a leader of the ASWF. But where would you ever lead? I mean, you send in an audio tape to be played. Then you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you really wasn't even there. You had to have somebody play your little audios. And what have you been doing? Conducting business. Yeah, we know what you've been conducting business at, uh, billionaire bartender Ted. I mean, the thing is, you ain't never done anything for the wrestling business. And I'll be surprised that you ever try to do anything against me. And the thing is, I'll give you some comments. I don't want to cut you down or any sit here and make you feel bad or make you look bad, Brad. I mean, the thing is, you are an authority figure. You're lucky I can't put my hands on you because I got it reassurance by Ricky, and I got told by Joey, and I got told by Michael. I can't do nothing. I should never threaten you. Do I apologize for it? No. But I wish one day, like that, like the fan said, you probably need to get knocked on your rear sometimes. You know what? It ain't going to be me doing it. But you're going to bully the wrong person one day, and they're going to knock your teeth out. You. <laughs> What else you got for me, William? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. How am I going to ever carry on anymore? He got me. Oh, God damn it. I don't know what to do now. I just, I'm lost. I'm a nobody. I'm, uh, that ain't me. That sounds more like your inner monologue, Gerald, because I'm going to end it right here on a couple of – you want to shoot, shoot, Number one, your boy Ricky fired my two guys. And then several months down the road, I've witnessed similar situations where he's let them continue. So let's talk about the shoot-shoot aspect of that. And number two, back in the day when we were running together as the infamous connection, a plan that I hatched, a plan that I successfully implemented, that's the problem. And uh, here's the deal, homeboy. You never main evented with Austin Lane until I got around, so – why don't you STFU, go enjoy your little whatever you're doing, and I'll see you Saturday. Well, Co-Commissioner Hicks, uh, the infamous one did drop out in the middle of your talk there, in the middle of what you were saying. He did hang up the phone. Uh, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a tumultuous time between now and July 28th. I mean, the tension in the air since you turned your back on a guy basically turned your back on what a lot of people considered, you know, your best friend, you turned your back on him, and you know, the tension's been there. I, I mean, it's one of those things, Brad, 
nobody nobody saw that coming no we know that you're we know that you're bad but i mean that was your best friend brad it, and there goes the co-commissioner has uh left our presence here but i mean getting back into it ladies and gentlemen july 28th we will see Tag team warfare, so to speak. Six-man tag between the co-commissioner, Bad Brad Hicks, as he puts his three guys together to go against the coalition, the ASWF coalition, to rid the ASWF of Bad Brad as the infamous one leads his troops into battle, just as they did so many years ago at Fight for Freedom, we're going to see the infamous one versus the bad one for control of the ASWF. Your two team captains, the infamous one and bad Brad Hicks. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say say as far as just how worried I am about a bad Brad regime in the ASWF. I mean, I'm going to give him credit. The man has been great on putting people who sometimes get overlooked and I hesitate to say that, on a pedestal. But the man has been there, and he is able to do a lot of great things. But it's... Ladies and gentlemen, I'll admit it. I'm I'm nervous. July 28th, it all boils down to this. It's for all the marbles. And that's what it is. July 29th, we could wake up under the regime, Brad Hicks. And that's a scary thought, ladies and gentlemen. It's a thought that shakes me every day. But we know that the infamous one has the Midas touch. We know what this man has been able to accomplish in his 11 years in the professional wrestling business. And I know that he is coming July 28th to fight. He is coming to ASWF Fight for Freedom, and he's going to fight for the ASWF, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to fight for me. He's going to fight for every fan that sits in those seats every day. It's going to be a war. If Bad Brad thinks he's going to come into the Valiant Arena and just take it over, a hostile takeover, so to speak, he's got another thing coming because the infamous one, Joey Britt and Rockin' Ricky Rowland are going to make sure that he has a fight on his hands for control of the ASWF. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on here to 
the next point here on ASWF Aftermath as we get ready to talk about the tag team title number one contendership that will be decided this Saturday night. A four-team tournament has been put together by the brains, so to speak, the collaborative brains of co-commissioner Bad Brad and co-commissioner Joey Britt. They each, from what I understand, were allowed to pick two teams in this tournament, and each man has their opportunity to see their t- each team, excuse me, has their opportunity now to potentially win a shot at the Dirty Little Gang and Dirty Little Dave, who has looked dominant in their role as ASWF Tag Team Champions. And excuse me, I apologize. I've just been handed a note. The four teams go at it this Saturday night, but the finals will be later on down the road. So definitely keep an eye on that going in. We're going to go ahead and talk about some of the things you're going to get ready to see this Saturday night live from the Valiant Arena. The tag team tournament teams have been announced, and we're going to go ahead and release them as I get ready to be handed this note. Things constantly changing here in the studio, and we're ready to pull out these we're ready to announce the name. Insane Shane going to captain the team. Teaming with Slade Sludge. That's going to be a formidable team. They're going to take on the Rock and Rap Connection. These guys have been all over the Mid-South. So it's going to be an awesome team to see not only Insane Shane and Sloppy Slade team up, but they're going to be taking on the Rock and Rap Connection. Obviously, the Rock and Rap Connection brought to us by the co-commissioner, Bad Brad Hicks. Got to give them credit for bringing those individuals into the ASWF. The next matchup you'll see Saturday night, Lethal Injection making their return back to the Valiant Arena. Getting ready to take on the new team, so to speak, of Max Stone and A.D. Sky. Now, that's another interesting one. Bad Brad fought really hard to get these new guys into the uh, tag team title tournament. He says that these are two guys he thinks have been very overlooked, so to speak, and he's ready to see the ASWF get put on notice is what he said when he released these two individuals. He said that these two individuals deserved a tag team title shot a long time ago. So it'll be very interesting to see these matchups now that we know them. And it'll be interesting to talk with Alex in the second hour here about this tag team tournament as Insane Shane and Sloppy Slade Sludge never teamed up. Two amazing singles wrestlers, though. Taking on, taking on a team that is very formidable. They've won tag team titles all over the Mid South in the Rock and Rap Connection. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great to see what happens when these four individuals go to war in the ASWF for a potential shot at the tag team titles. And then you have. 
the team of A.D. Sky, like I mentioned earlier, and Max Stone, two guys that have had a complete, complete attitude change as of late. These are guys that had some of the best attitudes in the locker room. Two of the two of the smartest guys in young guys in the locker room of the ASWF and suddenly their egos reared their ugly heads and I just don't understand what happened to these two young gentlemen as they go against lethal injection. Two guys that have done it all in the ASWF and they look for another run at the ASWF Tag Team titles. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back with ASWF Aftermath right after this. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at sub Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Subone Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Want to see you? Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Subone Vapors. Vape it like you built it. back ladies and gentlemen here for ASWF aftermath round two so to speak as we get ready to move into the second hour the top of the hour of ASWF aftermath and now we're going to go ahead and move into what I consider the blood feud in the ASWF right now and that is for the evolution title the Enigma, that is Ray Ray, taking on Asa Morda, the scariest individual in the ASWF to some 
people, she is a danger, and she proved it when she became the Evolution title, title holder by defeating the former Hall of Famer and the Grand Slam champion, only the second Grand Slam champion in ASWF Grand History, Ray Ray. And now we're going to be joined by the former Evolution champion, Ray Ray, as he gets ready to come in here. And, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to bear with me. This guy, I've never seen him this intense in my life. He downright scares the hell out of me ever since he lost the ASWF Evolution title. Ray, we got a, a... What's happened? Like, you have snapped since losing that Evolution title. It's it's like you've lost your mind ever since you lost that Evolution title to Ace Amorta. What's going on? Well, if you want to get really technical about it, I never lost the title to Ace Amorta. It took two people to beat me. It took Insane Chain. And it took Ace Amorta capitalizing on actions of Insane Shane. So let's get technical here, Michael. I never lost the Evolution title to Ace. I lost it to two people. I was robbed of this title. You've never seen me this intense before? Because you're new to the business, kid. This isn't the first time that I've had to take it this far. If you go back, since you're supposed to be a wrestling history buff, so to speak. I mean, it's truly amazing. I mean, it takes a true mark to be able to name every main event to WrestleMania. But do your homework, kid. Go back and watch some of my matches. This isn't the first time I've had to take it this far. I have heard stories of I, I, I've heard stories of the old Ray. People speak of the old Ray almost in hushed tones, like like you hear people speak of, you know, the Undertaker and individuals that strike fear into the heart of fans and people alike. People talk about, you know, the new Ray and the old Ray. And now we've gone back to the old Ray. People have said that this is even on top of the old Ray. This is just insane. Like I said, it looks like you've snapped since losing that evolution title. And you've gone on record and said it many times to myself, you're not going to release or relent until you get it back in your possession. When I first won the Evolution title, that was the only title that eluded me throughout my career. I completed my goal. I quote-unquote conquered the goal of winning the Evolution champion to become the second Grand Slam champion in ASWF history. And then after winning that, 
I was robbed by Joey Britt and by Ricky Rowe. And I and there's only one reason that I was that they don't want me to be the champion because uh, I will not mold to their fan friendly, you know, family friendly. I don't care about the crowd. I don't care about the kids. I don't care about anybody but myself and the ASWF Evolution Championship. I noticed you wasn't there last show. I don't know what you were doing or who you were doing. But go back and watch. The beating that I gave Ace Morta two weeks ago, that's nothing compared to what's going to happen this weekend. I will beat her until she gives me a rematch for the Evolution title in which you will see me become the two-time Evolution champion. I, the intensity, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think I can, I don't think I can successfully articulate the intensity on this man's face right now. He, I, I don't even know what to say right now, but it, I, I've got to ask, just off, you know, just asking, everybody knows what's going on in the ASWF right now, so I do have to get your opinion. July 28th, everybody I could give knows. A damn, I could give a damn less. I could care less about who wins the mission trip. Because I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. I'm going to do what I have to do to get my title shot at the Evolution title. But to answer your question again, I could care less who wins control of the commissionership. Because I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. Well, what I was going to say, Ray, is have you spoken to the potential the potential full-time commissioner, Bad Brad, about your rematch, so to speak. No, I've been letting Brad have his vacation, letting him do what he's got to do. I don't have to have approval of the commissioner. I want a match with Asa Morta, one-on-one for the Evolution title. I don't care what type of match it is. I don't care where it's at. But this time, I don't want a ref that's going to be biased and disqualify me just because I won't quit hitting her. She put herself in that spot. She knew what she was up against. She's watched my matches before. She has seen me at this level. If you go back and watch the old stuff, that I, you know, back in the day from when I first started, I was known as the suicide king for a damn reason. I will take it to any level necessary to get my rematch. And you mentioned the previous matchup in which you were, were disqualified, and you know you even had to be restrained at one point by uh, Officer Swift. What happened in that matchup? Because everything was going to plan. 
everything was working, it seemed like, in your favor. And then you just snapped. And you, you know, the ref tried to step in. Gave you a lot of leeway, it seemed. And you wouldn't relent. What was going through your mind at that moment? Nothing. I have nothing on my pocket. I could care less about her well-being. I could care less about if she's ever able to wrestle again. I will, if it takes it and it's necessary, I will put her out of this business to get my ASWS Evolution title back. And as far as Officer Swift goes, he had no reason to step in. It was a sanctioned match. She knew what she was getting into. Why have an officer step in? Again, it's because Ricky Rowan and Joey Britt don't want me as a champion because they can't mold me to what they want. You've known me for how long now? Going on four years. Have I ever been molded to anybody's expectations? No, absolutely not. And that's the thing. Everybody always admired you for that. But this new... This new... Ray, I mean, he's taking it up a notch. He's, you know, gone beyond not molding to people. Everybody loved the fact that you wouldn't mold and you wouldn't change yourself for everybody, for the, you know, the management. Everybody admired you for that. But it seems like you've just taken it to a whole nother level. But one thing I do want to ask you about, away from the Evolution title, I know that's your main focus right now, but come July 28th, I don't know if you saw the announcement, but there's going to be, in addition to the six-man tag, a rumble for freedom, and it's been announced that the winner will receive a title shot. Is that on your mind at all going into that matchup? Is that in the is that in perspective or are you thinking solely about Asa Morta? Any gold looks great around my way. I will go on beat Ace Morna for the Evolution title. And then I will go on to win the Rumble for Freedom and face the Heavyweight Champion. And then you will be looking at not only the Evolution Champion, but also the ASWF Champion. And I know we've been speaking about how you're the second ever the second ever uh, Grand Slam champion. I believe, were you to accomplish that, I believe you would be the first man to ever hold the Evolution title and the ASWF championship simultaneously, thus making history. Is that what's driving you at this point in your career? I've been doing this for 16 years, Michael. 
I've done everything that I can. But you're an idiot because Seth Sabre did it. But I can do one better. You're looking at the future two-time Grand Slam champion winner. I will be the only guy to ever hold every title multiple times. Next question, idiot. Well, I mean, Ray, that would definitely be a that would definitely be a major accomplishment in an already stellar and Hall of Fame career. But I think at this point, I think I'm going to go ahead and let you go before you get any more perturbed, so to speak. I I think we're going to go ahead and let you go. I believe uh, we actually are getting ready to have our super fan. I don't know if you've heard him on the okay, show before. How about you hung out with him? And now he walks out the studio. Apparently, Alex has hung out with Ray Ray. That's shocking, but ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I do see he has called in, so we are going to go ahead and bring him on without further ado. Ladies and gentlemen, the ASWS superfan making his return to ASWF Aftermath. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Oh, my goodness, I am not doing good. Why aren't you doing well, Alex? My, My air conditioning broke. It is so hot. It is un, un, almost unbearable. I'm not used to this humidity. It is ridiculous. I have sweat in my eyes. That is not good. It makes my eyes burn. I. It has definitely been a scorcher of a summer thus far, uh, Alex. And I mean, I'm glad to. I'm definitely glad to hear your voice though again after we finally cleared up all the red tape and stuff from the coconut. Are you hitting on me? Are you being inappropriate? Are you are you hitting on me? Are you being inappropriate? That is not cool. That is not good. I don't swing that way. I am married. Okay. Keep your banana hands to themselves. Absolutely not, uh, Alex. I, I would I would never uh, cross that journalistic line with you. Oh, but is there something would... wrong with that? That isn't. You are mean. Pretty enough for you. <laughs> I will stop, Michael. I know. I am just. I am uh, joking with you. Yes. I I do understand, Alex. What I'm wanting to ask you about, though, is we finally got the red tape cleared and cut, and we're back here on ASWF Aftermath, but the man who set up all that red tape and set to end this podcast, Bad Brad, on July 28th, is going into the fight for freedom, and he's going to have three guys, and the infamous one is going to have three guys. What's your thoughts on what we know so far with this whole fight for freedom six-man tag team match? Well, I know that if the Double J continues to talk and get riled up as fast and hard as he is, the dude is going to have a heart attack, 
okay? He needs to calm down, okay? That is just like, that is not healthy. But then the Brad, Brad, Brad guy, I mean, the shaved Sasquatch, if you will, I I don't like him no more. I used to kind of like him. I don't like him no more because he take away show where you cannot hear my beautiful voice. I mean, come on. I am I am amazing, and people want to hear me. If it wasn't for me, and if it was just you talking, Michael, probably would not listen. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I disagree, but, you know, I definitely do thank you for your contributions to... You need to quit being so serious. His joke, his joke, calm down, DeMarco, okay? Okay, keep your banana (laughs) hands to yourself and calm down, okay? Okay. But no, no, (laughs) I, 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 I am very interested to see who would be willing to work with the Brad... But I am more interested in seeing who would want to work with the Double J. The Double J, yes, recently has, uh, what is what is term I am looking for, has turned over a new leaf. I, I believe I am using that phrase correctly. Right. But he, he has changed his ways. But in the time frame before that, he make life really crappy for a lot of people. So once trust is broke, it's hard to get back. Yes? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's what's one so, thing that I think Bad Bride's banking on is that Double J, quote-unquote, doesn't have a lot of friends right now. Oh, he probably has a lot of friends, but none that really want to say that they are friends. They are probably don't want that kind of um, reputation. <laughs> oh. but, so tell, tell me, that, Alex, that while wrong. I got you on here, tell me about this uh, hanging out with Ray. Ray said that you guys hung out. What, this is the first I'm hearing about this. You actually hung out with the two-time or the second-ever Grand Slam champion? Well... I I I really was not going to say anything about that because the ray hit on me quite a bit and it made me very uncomfortable, you know. But he is okay until you talk about the 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 wrestling, the ASWF, and then that there's some little switch in his head that just gets flipped, and that dude is nuts. I mean, he is just that dude is out there, man. I mean, ever but since he lost okay. the Evolution title, he's definitely out there, isn't he? Oh yes, definitely. I mean, you know, he come. Did you not see the 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 uh, what is called? Uh, I heard. I know what is really called, but I heard another term when dudes use it. The guy liner. Yes, guy liner. But it was like an upside-down cross over his eye. And I'm like, man, that's going to piss God off. That is just not cool. You know? But Ray does not care. He don't care. He picks up on a woman. A woman for all the things. I mean, good Lord, what is going on with this guy? 
I mean, just because they like the same kind of guy does not mean he should be torn up. Is 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 Ray mad that that Asa has a tall masked dude and Ray does not? I don't know these things, but it is all my goodness. Sorry, I got a little worked up there. I am calm I, now. I don't. I don't know. I think I have seen Ray making eyes at that tall masked dude in the ring a few times. I'm not sure. Maybe that's what this is all about, not the Evolution title. I am just glad that the Cataclysm has higher standards. <laughs> that was a good joke, yes? That that was a good joke, Alex. That was definitely a good joke. Ooh, I am happy but, now. <laughs> I do want to ask you about this tag team title uh, or the tag team number one contendership tournament, rather, as we oh, have yeah. Insane Shane and Sloppy Slade Sludge teaming up to take on the Rock and Rap Connection. What do you yes, think about I, that matchup this Saturday night? Well, number one, you'll need to do your homework, Michael Banana Hands. The Slade and the Child were in tag match at the last show. They tagged against the Lethal Injection. So you are stupid sometimes. But I like you anyway. It is okay. But see, <laughs> they beat Lethal Injection, a team that has been all over the place. As I dance around in my driveway for some stupid reason why I talk. But anyway, but then you have Rock and Rap Express. You have the, 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 the Morgan Williams, who is not a stranger to ASWF, not a Absolutely stranger to not. Tag Team Gold either. He has won many Tag Team Championships. And then the, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, the guy with, he looks like Flavor Flav if he took steroids. Um, got the big clock. The, the the weird hat, uh, MC B side, Brandon Barber. Yes. B side. No, MC that is B not side. what he. Yes, that is what he called himself now. I guess he have change of heart. I don't know, but we saw him against the hypnotic, and I don't care what anybody says. That dude, that the B side guy, that dude can go. He knows what he is doing in that ring. So I think this is going to be a match that I don't believe anybody will be able to predict who would come out on top of this. Absolutely. And speaking of tag teams, before we get into the second matchup, Alex, I do have to ask you, uh, the new tag team, it seems like that's going to be making their way to the ASWF. What do you make of this dad bot that's been posting videos oh. all over the ASWF Facebook page? What do you make of this tag team? Oh, my goodness. Those guys are hilarious. They are funny, yes? I mean, I have met the Excalibur, okay? I have met him. He is kind of nice guy. I just say kind of. You know, he is kind of arrogant, but he's cool. Now, the other guy, the, uh, what's his name? Flex, uh, 
uh, hacksaw or flex seesaw or whatever it is. I just know when he says his name is Briggs. Don't interrupt me. Do not interrupt me, Michael Banana Hats, okay? I just know that when he says his name is Flex, he does not need to try to flex because there is not muscle there. They are called dead bods for a reason, okay? I mean, did you see? He has like eight miles of torso. I mean, good Lord. His legs are two foot long and the rest of his body is eight foot long. I don't get it. He is really unproportional. But they look like they will be a formidable, I don't know if I said that right, but they will be a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely, and I mean, the Dirty Little Gang has got to be clutching them tag team titles at night when they're sleeping pretty tough to their chest because, I mean, the other matchup is just as stellar as the first matchup in this four-team tournament as you see... Lethal Injection Ooh. going into the next matchup. And they take on Max Stone and AD Sky. And you know, a lot of people, and I'm going to ask you about this, a lot of people have said that Max Stone and AD Sky are the future of the ASWF. And I mean, you just got to talk to them for about five minutes and they'll tell you about a hundred times that they are oh, where this business yeah. is going. They they are extremely talented and extremely arrogant. I mean, come on now. They come out, they got their 20 packs going. They do the little wiggle dance thingy. But in all fairness, they back it up. They go out there and just, they can beat the crap out of people. I am very impressed with them. But... The issue is they are going against the lethal injection to other two young guys, but that are a lot more, um, um, what is what? They are well-traveled and have had a lot of experience that, that the Max and AD do not have. We should call them Sky Stoners. <laughs> I like that. Sky Stoners. That's, uh, when I see them this week, I'll ask them if, they, if, if that's what they, if they like Sky Stoners. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one week we were at the show, and the, uh, the little guy, the fan of the year guy, the, uh, Fred James, had the sign. He said, I'm a stoner. And I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I did not realize he was talking about he was a fan of Max Stone. I thought it was a different thing. But we're not going to get into that, no? <laughs> I mean, who knows? It could have two meanings, Alex. Well, I have met the Fred. I don't think he has done any of the of that stuff. None of the devil's lettuce for Fred? The what? The devil's you, lettuce. Look. I am doing my best to speak English to you. You can at least try to do the same. Jeez. Let's move on. Apologies. Because you are getting way off of topic. I am getting way off of topic. But let's go ahead and break this thing down. Who do you think wins that first tag team title uh, tournament or tag team 
number one contendership, excuse me, tournament. Who wins that first matchup between the Rock and Rats Connection or Express and Sloppy Slade and uh, Insane Shane? All honesty, I think the Rock and Rat guys, just because they have been tagging together for longer, they have more experience. Absolutely. The same thing I mean, goes. But well, the same thing goes for the other match, Lethal Injection. They are more experienced. They will find a way. That is my prediction. The finals of the number one contender thingy: Lethal Injection versus Rock and Rap. Boom! There it is. There is and a cow be... in my backyard. What are you that doing here, pain. cow? Go move somewhere else. You are distressing my pig. Alex, it's Arkansas. I'm sure there's cows in quite a few people's backyards. They're mean. They try. They they upset my pig. Oh, they. You can't be upsetting pigs in Arkansas now. That'll no, because eventually he will. Eventually he will become bacon, and that is good. Bacon is good. I, I can completely agree with you there, Alex. Why are you getting off of subject? We are talking about You're wrestling. You're the one who brought bacon. up the cow. Why are you arguing with me? I that was, is not I good. Let's talk about you, something Alex. else. Let's talk about something else. Okay. Let's talk about Let's talk about your thoughts on Double J. This weekend will reveal his three guys. He's been traveling the area. He's been traveling the area the whole time since the last show, scouting for these three guys. And he says he has the three best guys in the Mid-South ready to go into war with Bad Brad. He says he doesn't care who Brad's three guys are. What do you think? How do you think this is going to play out? Oh, I don't know. I, uh, man, that is, that is difficult, you know. I mean, because you have to find really good wrestlers, but then on top of that, guys that can work together. And who in this area, who could actually, does not have some kind of bad blood in the past, you know? I mean, think about this. Think of this. If he picks, say, offhand, if he picks the the uh, Deadly Dale, the the and the Cataclysm as two of the guys, yes, people love those two guys, but they have a bad history together. Okay. Think about if they he brought in, say, uh, say he brought in some of his old peoples. You know, say, full throttle comes back. But here is thing, people don't like full throttle. Full throttle don't care about anybody. How would that work? Of all things, say if he picked Austin Lane. And boss, those guys don't like each other at all. 
So where do we go from there? I mean, come on. Gumo, how, how is... This is going to be a very emotional time because you have to find people that don't have this bad blood and that can work together. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Alex, I've got a special surprise for you for your for our first show back. I'm going to bring on a man who is actually right now the number one contender for ASWS title. Mark Wolf going after Mark Wolf at some point. Going to cash in Mark that Wolf number one contendership to challenge for the ASWF championship. Yes, this guy is – you should know him. Steve-O is going to be brought in right now. Steve-O, are you with us? Can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, Steve-O, my goodness, I'd like to welcome my you. favorite big bird guy. <laughs> I'll, I've been listening to this show this whole time, Carnahan. And at not one time have you said what I'm doing this weekend. Because last, you know, two weeks ago, I was set for singles competition. And Bad Brad, once again, or Butthole Brad, or whatever Double J calls him, pushes Mark Wolf to the, to the side and still ain't giving me my title shot. So what do I have to do to get my title shot that I've earned? Well, you you know, I, I've got to step in and say this. Uh, I would agree with you. I can understand the frustration. And, Alex, I think from a fan perspective, you can as well. I Bad brag constantly. Every time we bring it up in meetings and stuff, he says, champ's busy, champ's off limits right now. I, I can understand your frustration, Alex. What's the fan perspective on the fact that it seems like right now the champ is ducking Steve-O a little bit? Well, I mean, it's pretty easy to duck somebody that tall, you know. Especially Mark Wolf is not a tall guy. He's kind of fat but not tall. But, uh, oh, I am am rambling. I will stop that. I think that the Steve-O has big opportunity to kick, oh I, oh, I almost said a bad word. I should not do that. Steve is going to eventually beat the crap out of Mark Wolf, and Mark Wolf knows this, so he is scared. He doesn't want to let go of, of the, the, the belt. He needs belt to hold up pants. Anyway, haha, I'd be here all week. Uh, go ahead. Uh, if he, if he needs it, if he needs the belt to hold up his pants then why does he always walk around chewing on it like he's a dog that's hungry? I don't know. That thing probably tastes like crap. I mean, that big, tall, masked man, uh, Cataclysm, he had that thing, and he took that thing to the depths of hell with him. So, of course, that's going to taste like Satan's butthole. So why in the world would Mark Wolf want to put that in his mouth? How do you know how Satan's butthole tastes? That is just nice. Well, have you been, this is just have you been hanging around? Have you been hanging around, Ray? I have. Okay. I played the field. I, okay, we'll stick with that. 
But, but yeah. anyway, well, back, to the, back to the note on hand. Do you know what I'm doing, Carnahan? Because you obviously know what everybody else is doing. Well, actually, I, I do know that you have uh, quite an issue on your hand right now with the main event, Curtis Dawn. Uh, uh-huh. uh, who? Did you say the curtain jerker Curtis Dawn? Yes, Curtis didn't, Dawn. Didn't, didn't, didn't I knee him in the face repeatedly last, uh, two weeks ago? Yes, Michael was not, no, I mean, he was not there. <laughs> Michael was not there. Michael doesn't know he wasn't there. I saw it. I saw it. It was good. Very good. You're a big guy, but you went, whoa! And it hit him right in the face, and then you did the... The, the full Nelson thingy and knee face, and he fell over, and you went one, two, three, and it was awesome. All I can say is Curtis Don's got to be quicker than that. Well, that is one, definitely one crazy sight to see the main event, Curtis Don, and you in the same ring. I mean, the statement's been made before I've heard it. There's a lot of beef in that ring whenever you two men get in there. It, there's a, a lot minute. of Wait a minute, Carnahan. Carnahan, are you, are you calling me a dad bod? Do not refer to me in the same sentence as that 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 group's dad bods. I am very confused. Did you did you do that, Michael? That he said a lot of beef. He he said a lot of beef in the ring. Oh yes, I see that what hurts, you are That hurts my feelings. I I am a big, tall, tough man, Carnahan, but I have feelings, and you hurt them. Do not go cry in the well, corner. That would not be good. <laughs> the last time, the last time my feelings were hurt, Alex, the super fan, rubbed my head and made me feel better. Well, I Alex, nice I'm going to need so you to rub good. his head. No, 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 no. Call Ray. No. We are getting inappropriate here. We need to calm down, okay? Okay. I am making right. too many nasty jokes. Wait, I, I just want to get back to this right here. Butthole Brad, Bradley Hicks, whatever they call him this week. Uh, Alex called him a shaved... Sasquatch. Ah, <laughs> yes. I'm. I am ready for my title shot. So you need to put your big boy huggies on, Mark Wolf. Put the baby powder in his britches and put him in the ring. And I mean, I've beaten. I've beaten a lot of people here lately that that are way better. Than Mark Wolf. So, all I'm wanting is my shot. I want to be able to hold that title over my head. You know, and all the time I've been with ASWF, been gone, come back, been gone, come back, I've never gotten this close. It's my time now. I couldn't agree more. Your big fan favorite. People cheer for you. You know, I, I, you know, hopefully it is not out of pity, but uh, 
I have noticed, though, since you won the number one contender match, you have been on a super roll. I don't think you have lost a match since then. Absolutely, Steve. Well, I got to give it to you. I mean, we've been in the we've been in the room, and I've seen Joey say, "Hey, when are you going to give Steve-O his title shot? He's on a roll. He's hot. He's the number one contender." And Brad will just look at him and say, "Champ's busy this week. I'm giving the champ the night off." I, the champ can only take so many nights off before I catch him coming out of the locker room and kick his teeth in. Or to knee his teeth in. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely but... I, I'm sitting here expecting a one-on-one match with Mark Wolf two weeks ago, and then that guy with the man bun, Sleazy, he's going to stand up, but he won't give me a name. But everybody knows it leads to butthole Brad. Says, oh, well, this is a handicap match. What more do I have to do to prove to Bad Brad that I, I'm ready for this? It's my time. Honestly, I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, every time we bring it up, he says he's not ready. The champ's going to get the night off because nobody's ready for Mark Wolf, nobody's going to get a title shot until I feel ready. I feel they're ready for the title. And, I mean, Joey pleads your case every single time. I've honestly witnessed this in the board of directors while sitting on the sidelines. They they go at it for, you know, 30 minutes arguing back and forth. Personally, I believe that you are ready, Steve-O. And, I, I mean... Brad's, Brad's just unwilling, unfortunately, and I think you have to. I, I think you're going to have to put on a display and make him take notes. Well, this Saturday night, June the 16th, I'm going to put another mark on the hit parade of the juggernaut, Steve-O. The main event, Curtis Dawn. The last thing he's going to remember is my knee in his chin. So you are laying out a challenge to the main event, guys. That's all I got to say, boys. Y'all have a good night. I'll see y'all Saturday. Well, we'll, we'll see you Saturday as we look forward to that matchup. I mean, the gauntlet's been laid down, Alex. He's challenged the main event, Curtis Dawn, or, you know, as he jokingly refers to him, the curtain jerker, Curtis Dawn. Like I said, I mean, the National Guard is not going to be able to control those two men when they get in the ring. I wouldn't want to be the official assigned to that contest. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Okay. Okay, I was making sure. My phone made weird beepy noise, and I don't know what it was. But, yes, I like this. The Steve-O does not have to prove himself anymore, but he still lays out an open challenge to the Curtis Dawn, the 
the main event who has never been in the main event is hilarious. It, it'll, it, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I'll tell you right now, Brad, the Curtis, and Brad have been talking, and Brad said, hey, go out there. Act as a buffer between the champ. Defend the champ. I mean, and that's what he's out there to do, I think. I think he's out there to play defense for the champ. And right now, all you can say is the champ's ducking Steve-O, and Steve-O looks like like he's about to – should he finally, finally get his shot, Steve-O – Looks like he's ready to become the ASWF champion, finally. Maybe after he wins, he can buy me a new air conditioning. I am hot. Absolutely. We'll, we'll start a GoFundMe for, a, for, a, um, for an air conditioning for a window unit for your uh, double-wide rock that you have there. No, I have, I have shed now. Remember, I oh. told you, remember the one day I was hammering on the wall? You do not remember this? Or you are dumb sometimes. You're absolutely right. But I like you anyway. I like you anyway. It is good. It is okay. You're absolutely what right. Well, uh, what yes, what is next? Do I know? What is next on the agenda? Well, I was about to say, Alex, we pretty much come to the end of what we're scheduled to talk about here on ASWF Aftermath. We've talked no, about... You know, we've, no, What about the Rumble for Freedom? Absolutely. That, that is coming up... That is coming up July 28th. Uh, an ASW a title shot on the line for the winner. I, I mean, Alex, and, give us your thoughts on this golden opportunity. Well, I have a little bit of insider information that it is an open invitation battle, a Royal Rumble type thingy where anybody can be in it. Anybody can be in it. So that will, that possibly could change the entire landscape of of ASWS, not including the, the Survivor Series type match. You know, it could change everything. I mean, think of if, if the little guy, Fred James, the fan, what if he gets into it and wins? Could you see Fred James going for the heavyweight title? That would be cool. Ah. Uh, I mean, absolutely. That's the beautiful thing about these opportunities that are being laid out in front of the ASWS superstars is that you can, anybody, can become the number one contender or have that ASWF championship shot overnight. you got to give it up to the management for coming up with this revolutionary concept to 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 be able to give everybody a sh- fair shake, uh, I know that Bad Brad, that is his talking point. I'm going to give everybody a fair shot. These guys that have been held down are going to get a fair shot. Well, here's the shot. 
and it's going to be interesting to see who steps up in this Royal Rumble-style matchup and takes it. That would be pretty interesting to see. But, you know, you'll never know what will happen. You never know. Your favorite ASWS superfan may show up. Ha, 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 ha. I will bring some of the chili cheese tater tots from Sonic. Wait, hold on. Is Alex a potential entrant into the Rumble for Freedom? You'll never know. Might we get an Alex versus Mark Wolf ASWF championship match? Oh, I, I am not that confident in my abilities. But I, I will give you this. I did start training. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So you'll never know what will happen. Well, I definitely, I definitely look forward to the surprises that could happen July 28th at the Rumble for Freedom, or excuse me, Fight for Freedom in the Rumble for Freedom, all for a shot. No, the match the is called Fox. Rumble for. The match is called Rumble for Freedom. The show is called Fight for Freedom. Get it right, dude. <laughs> I'll follow. Semantics, Alex. Semantics. Samantha, but what Alex, is she doing? I don't I know Samantha. Yes, we have ticks, but I have spray to get rid of those. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Alex, it's been great talking with you this week here on ASWF Aftermath. I can't wait to see you this Saturday night along with everybody else. This Saturday night is going to be a night between now and the fight for freedom. You are not going to want to miss a single show in the ASWF because you're going to miss something huge. This Saturday night, the three men that Double J will lead into the war against the co-commissioner Bad Brad, will be revealed live at the Valiant Arena. We're going to find out who the number one contender tag team finals will be. Will it be the Rock and Rap Express and Lethal Injection, as Alex alluded to earlier? Or will we get a few upsets in the tournament? But... Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you don't want to miss it. This Saturday night, live from the Valiant Arena. And don't forget, July 28th, it's all on the line. Bad Brad puts his half up against co-commissioner Joey Britt's half. And we will see who will control the ASWF from here on out. The Valiant Arena isn't big enough for both of them. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you Saturday night. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at the Valiant Arena. Goodbye, everybody. 